Today is April 12th, 2022, and this is your Mortgage Champions Mixdown. Today we're asking the question, are standups just another trendy fad, or do they actually offer a daily checkpoint that could be vital to you or your team's success? Like many other agile management tactics, standups have migrated from Silicon Valley to become a daily rhythm for teams across the world. The question is, should yours be one of them? Which is why this week we're diving into what an effective standup consists of, how to adapt this standup model for sales teams, and whether a standup is right for you and your sales team. So let's start with the basic question, what is a standup? Well, at its core, a standup is just another morning meeting archetype. It's not to say that there aren't reasons standups have become increasingly popular. There, there are. Here are some of the core characteristics of a standup. One, they take 15 minutes or less. Two, they are commonly held in a transitional space, for example, a hallway or a busy sales floor. Three, they require attendees to stand during the meeting. And four, they are always built around questions. But before moving on, let's quickly dissect the underlying logic beneath each of these core characteristics, because without understanding the why behind the what, standups can quickly become ineffectual meetings that attendees are quick to avoid and ultimately organizers loathsome to host. But before moving on, let's quickly dissect the underlying logic beneath each of these core characteristics, because without understanding the why behind the what, standups can quickly become ineffectual meetings that attendees are quick to avoid and organizers are oftentimes loathsome to host. So why should standups take 15 minutes or less? This is perhaps the defining characteristic of a standup. It's promised to both organizers and attendees that it will only ever require 15 minutes of their undivided attention. Rather than scrutinizing achievements or solving problems, standups are specifically designed to only recognize what's working and what's not, and to connect team members who can help each other repeat achievements and create solutions to persistent problems. An effective standup should be devoid of bragging, complaining, arguing, all of which ultimately result in lost time, ruffled feathers, and frankly, typically more meetings. Limiting standups to 15 minutes or less not only encourages regular attendance, but engaged attendees, resulting in fewer recapitulations and more time to ultimately accomplish the priorities at hand. So why shouldn't standups happen in places like meeting rooms, conference rooms, you name it? Well, for much the same reason that standups should never take more than 15 minutes. Standups are best held in transitional spaces where attendees don't enter quote unquote meeting mode. It may seem counterintuitive, but effective standups are in essence regular meetings that feel more like impromptu meetings. We all know the difference between a quarterly review and a hallway chat with a colleague about a deal on the verge of closing. That's the essential difference between a standup and any other regular meeting on your calendar. Standups are radically focused on the now, what's happening today to influence results and drive business forward. Everything else not only can, but must wait. So why should attendees be encouraged to literally stand during a standup? Well, the why behind having employees stand for standups should be somewhat self-evident, but there is a reason for asking employees to stand, and it's basically a stepchild of one of Dale Vermillion's favorite phrases, the mind can only take what the butt can stand. Look, asking employees to stand not only reinforces the impromptu feeling of standups, but encourages everyone in attendance to keep their contributions brief, as well as gives a visual aid to organizers when they're losing their team members' attention. Now, if you have an employee who, for whatever reason, health reasons, you name it, simply can't participate in that way, don't force the issue. But it is best to set the expectation that standups are conducted well, standing, making sure to explain why that's the case in order to gain team member buy-in before you launch a standup is also really important. So why are standups built around questions? We'll get much deeper into this core characteristic in our next installment, but effective standups are always built around questions versus reports, KPIs, OKRs, BHAGs, I mean, any other analytical tool that you can think of. 
These questions can and should vary from industry to industry, sometimes even from team to team, but they should never become section titles or agenda items. I think it's fair to ask the question why, and the reason is because the goal of a stand-up is to collect very quick answers from those in attendance. Look, there may or may not be a quick answer to how you're tracking against your month-end sales goals or how your latest marketing campaign is performing or whether a certain lead type is converting, but there is a quick answer to what sales opportunities do you have before you today, what marketing piece can you share today, or how many leads do you plan to call today? So by finding targeted, action-oriented questions that tie into desired outcomes, stand-up organizers can quickly gain insight into team members' priorities, chart a course of the day, and identify simple ways to equip or motivate team members to experience success today, not tomorrow, not next week, or even next month. Okay, but so let's ask the bigger question. Do stand-ups work in sales? Well, the short answer is yes, absolutely. Um, but to make the point, in a future installment, we're going to share key tips from leaders who are employing stand-ups in their sales organizations to learn what's worked, what hasn't worked, and ultimately to help lay the foundation for an effective stand-up template for you or your sales team. As always, we'd love to read your thoughts on this topic. You can just send an email to reader at mortgagechampions.com for a chance to have your insights highlighted in a future installment. The Mixdown is a production of Mortgage Champions. This episode was hosted and edited by me, Jake Vermillion. Music by Envato Elements.